0: Okay. Shout out to everybody here. We're with the man, the myth, the legend, Ben Armstrong, BitBoy. And um, thank you so much for coming on. Let me bring that audio down. Thank you so much for jumping on in to the studio, man, and being here with the lifer. Um, You're in your studio. I'm in my studio. But thank you for coming on in to see my community. I appreciate it. How you been? How How you doing today?
1: Well, you know, I'm doing great. <laughs> Things have been, they call it the BitBoy redemption arc. That's what they call it, you know? I mean, it, it's been just so fascinating, you know, tracking this stuff with FTX from the very beginning. We're the first people warning people to get. Now, we were not the first people that were warning people. There was actually a, a blog post from March uh, of 2021 from Reef warning people of exactly what FTX was doing and nobody listened. But we were the first YouTuber out there in front telling people to get their money off of FTX. Um, A lot of people know that, uh, you know, CZ dumped the the price and, and, and really caused this insolvency, but we actually were working with NBC on this story a week before CZ even did that. We were trying to do it in a way that introduced it a little bit slower so everything didn't crash overnight. Um, but we had all the same info that CZ had about what they were doing, and, and we were trying to put this out. So it's, you know, how am I doing? I'm doing great. A lot of people lost a lot of money. They're not doing great. Uh, but, you know, it, it's time in crypto for us to uh, pick up the pieces from the rubble and uh, begin again.
0: You know, uh, I wanted this interview to be a lot about what happened, but I also wanted to kind of uh, highlight you as a person. You've done so much for a lot of different people. Me and me, I have a personal relationship with you. Uh, however you find me, you did. I got onto ATB changed my life. Also for someone like me who worked so hard at something, it was really cool to get recognized. So thank you so much for that. That changed my life. And I, you deserve recognition for that. You built something and what you're building is like a tree and there's branches growing out of it. And people are grabbing onto these branches. And, um, like I don't work, you know, for someone, my nine to five is done. That will never happen again. Um, because you shined, other people got to shine. That's so important, you know? Um, I just wanted to discuss how do you deal with the family, being a family man, flying around the world now? How is your family dealing with you? You're getting more more popular, and this is just accelerating to another level. Did you foresee any of this happening when you started your first video? What made you start your channel, and how is your family dealing with this right now as you you just kind of jettison around the world?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I didn't plan on this. (laughs) This was all unplanned. (laughs) Uh, first, you know, thank you for your kind words. We, we are, you know, if people haven't been able to figure this out yet, we love crypto. And, and, and we love pushing crypto. Like, BitBoy Crypto is only a piece of that. I'm only one piece of this puzzle. And if we don't have the next generation of content crea- creators rising up to push the good messages in crypto, not the SPF message, then we're all failing. And so I, I really believe in, in picking up the, the next generation of, of people behind me, and that's why we do Around the Blockchain. That's why we, you know, we try to find people that we think are good people, and we try to elevate them in this space, um, people who are going to be around, not people who are coming in for the for the quick hit. And so, um, you know, we, we certainly appreciate you, Liver and everything that, uh, you know, that, that you've done in the space. And, you know, we, we think you are going to continue to be, do big things. So we like supporting. You know, that's what we like to do. It's not all about us. You know, it's about what's best for the space. And and so we were to go back and look at, uh, you know, my first video, (laughs) I started. This was supposed to be a cartoon. It wasn't supposed to be a news channel, you know? Um, That's where the name BitBoy comes from. It was supposed to be a comic series, and animation was expensive, and I learned how to do it, and it was really hard and took a long time, and uh, so we started doing news videos, and we, it was just me for years and years and years, and uh, pretty much just me watching the videos because I didn't nobody watch for about two years. And, uh, you know, over time, we got a lot better at uh, making the videos, built a team here, for, uh, so I don't have to do everything by myself anymore. I, I've got about, you know, 50 in-house employees and uh, maybe 40 right now. I'm not sure exactly what the number is. Um, 50-county remote for sure. And, uh, you know, I tell them all the time, like, whatever job you're doing, I did it. You know, I, I did everything that happens in this building, I did by myself for multiple videos a day for years and years and years. And I think, really, my family saw that hard work that went into that. You know? And, and they know. Like, my wife, she hates it when people dismiss the challenges I had when I was growing. You know? She she hates that because she was there. She saw the, the 20-hour days for months on end in the early 2020 mm-hmm. when I really dedicated myself to like, this is it. It's now or never. I almost quit in December 2019 or January 2020. In between that time, that was the, the real depth of the bear market because it was the sentiment that was so low. No one had any hope. The price had been lower before. But it just wasn't really moving, and so, you know, we were thinking this just wasn't going to make it. And um, you know, I, I really looked myself in the mirror one day and was like, "You're you're 37, maybe I was 38 years old. Can't remember exactly how old I was the day I looked in the mirror and said to myself like, "This is it. Your your legacy is either a almost 40 year old failed YouTuber, or you're going to rise and, and you're going to make this happen." And so. Um, you know, that's the day I decided I wasn't going to quit. I was going to push forward. And, and I started working 20 hours a day for about nine months from January to September until I brought TJ on as my business partner. And my wife will tell you, that's no exaggeration. And, uh, you know, I told my family that when things got better, when we made it, you know, I sent sent my wife down. I talk about this in, in, in the dedication of my book that's coming out, Catching Up to Crypto. You, you know, I, I sit down with my wife, and I'm like, by the end of this year, we're going to be millionaires. <laughs> She's like, we can't pay the rent. <laughs> I was like, I know, but I promise this is coming. And, and like, her belief in that, it, her belief in me it, it, is what really propelled me to be able to keep going. Most women probably would have left their husbands <laughs> with as, uh, you know, uh, it, as much as I was working without the returns. And so, sure enough, it happened. By the end of that year, we were millionaires. And, and it happened just like just like I said it would. And, uh, you know, so I, I, you fast forward to today, and, and you look at my family and, uh, my kids are struggling with how much I'm traveling right now. I don't want to travel as much as I'm traveling. And I had to have this conversation with them where, where I sat them down a couple of days ago. Well, it was about last week, and I said, Listen, guys, I, I'm having to do a lot of traveling right now because this is not about my business. This is not about me growing as a YouTuber. This isn't about me making money. Like, right now, we're getting involved in things that are bigger than us as a family. Like, the this is big. This is the world. This is trying to prevent great reset. This is trying to save crypto in a sense as we famously talked about on a meme you Ben, know, a separate- I just want
0: to make one you're not, trying, sure. you're not trying you're not trying you are you're doing it you're oh, doing thank it you man. you're not I, you're I, not you, I, I, get that I, word I, try I, and throw it out the window you are doing yeah. it you are doing well, it well
1: you know the haters they're out there like he thinks he's doing something well we are you know and, and you're right we, we are doing it and so my 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 kids uh my wife my wife knows everything about Sam Bateman Freed. Like, she knows all the stuff we have and all the stuff that we've gone through, and she's been there every step of the process. And she had to explain to my kids, like, yeah, dad's having to go, like, try to do these fundraisers to raise money for this bill to prevent people like this guy, this fraud, greatest fraud in the history of the world probably, from taking over. And my kids were, like, still having a hard time, and then they walked in and, like, he was right on the news. and <laughs> He was talking about what a fraud he was, and they brought me up, and my kids were like, okay, we, we get it. Like, you're— you're doing something bigger, but I don't want it to always be like this. Like, I, I want it to go back to where, like, I'm back 9 to 5 in the office most most weeks and, you know, going home early and, and being able to go to all my kids' games. And I'll tell you, once baseball kicks off in March, I'm home. Like, we know that. Once my kids' once my kids uh, baseball, my kid made the middle school team too. Now he's one of the only fifth graders that made the middle school team this year. So uh, we're uh, we're excited to, uh, to watch him do the middle school baseball this year, which will be fun. But, uh, you know, I, I'm sold out for my kids' baseball season for sure. My daughter's tennis. So I've got a lot of traveling between now and February, and then next year, hopefully, really, really going to slow it down, maybe just one conference a month. You know, NFT NYC, Bitcoin Miami, obviously going to go to consensus and stuff like that, but i uh, got a, a conference in May I think I'm going to in Australia. Uh, but outside of that, trying to really slow down the travel and get a lot of this regulation stuff worked out um, because it has been the, the last three months have been really hard on my family as things have really elevated. And just, just trying to find a point where it's not about, like, This is the hard thing. Like, it's not about me. A lot of men, they chase success, and they chase business, and they end up isolating their family. I'm not trying to do that. We're, like, on a higher calling right now, though. It's a little bit different to where we're exposing frauds, and we're trying to clean up the space to make the next generation better. So, um, certainly, this is a season that's a little bit— it's been good reputationally. It's been good— Growth-wise, especially on Twitter, like we picked up 100000 in the last two weeks. You know? It's crazy. It's been good in the, for those perspectives, but that's not why we're doing it.
0: When you trend, I trend. You know what I'm saying? When you trend, <laughs> yeah. cryptocurrency trends, like, yeah. and, you know, that's why, uh, you know, we've had some of the haters, right? Yo, you've said this. You've said that. And what I tell everyone, too, did Ben come and caress your hand on the mouse? You know, did he come behind you and, and press the buy button? A lot of people, like, you know what I mean? And, Everyone wants to throw the book at someone when they lose, but it's all about their wins, right? I I found the coin. I found the coin. I just, I liked how you reached out and you said, hey, if you've ever said something about me on Twitter, it's over. Because that was so big to me because you were saying, hey, you might not have seen the bigger picture, but I did, you know, and it's kind of like, it's like God mode. I don't want to say, but you know, it's like God <laughs> sees things that you don't and you, you, yeah. you, you curse his name when they're not working out. Why did you do this to me? Why? But then years later, you're like, thank God you freaking put me through all that. Cause I would never be half as strong as I am now. You know uh, we've talked behind the scenes on ATB a few times and you've, you've really connected. That's really what got to me, man. One night, one day after ATB, you brought just, you know, your struggles up and I connected with you. So, and you were like, I was down to my last and, and we made it and we still made yeah. it. And I was, in the, I was in a very similar place, you know, the pandemic, all I had was my crypto. I had lost my job. I would worked for David Letterman in TV. He didn't want to do the interviews anymore. I was doing Netflix shows, and that was out the window. So my life completely changed. It's funny, you said you were going to stop your channel. I started mine in September of 2019. Thank God you didn't give up, you know. And I tell everyone, too, is you never know what's coming around the bend. I started my channel, threw my hat in the ring. Who knew you were gonna grind like you did? Create ATB. Then you were gonna create a position where I could jump onto a, a, a weekly show. And when I started my channel, there was no that opportunity didn't exist, right? So what opportunity is coming for me and you next year? Where is it gonna go? Is there gonna be a new station that that reaches out to you and do you get a deal? Is there a is there a book coming out of this? Is there a movie coming out of this? I mean, they made a movie out of the, the Big Short. A lot of those
1: coming out of this. Dude, by the
0: way, uh, I, I saw the movie The Big Short. If this isn't bigger than the big short, someone said to me yesterday, like, Ben's gonna be in a movie. That's a character in a movie right there. He you're doing something, I get goosebumps. I wake up, you're talking FTX, 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 you know, then we see the CZ. I'm not gonna say anything, but like there must have been some link going on there. You that's your whole thing, you know. I don't wanna blow, but like I put together what I believe happened. You know, I don't even let it all out the bag, but I put together what I believe happened, and the little guy finally finally jousted with the big man yeah. and knocked him off the horse for the first time in my life I've never seen the little guy make a stand like this I actually shouldn't call it the little guy but the people the real people yeah this was huge I get goosebumps and then it became an international story I said to my wife I said I'm one person away from like an international story like this man is all like when I saw you on InfoWars man I fell on the floor I was like, <laughs> someone yeah. was like he's on Jones and I was like what no, like, it's not what I think. <laughs> I flip it on. I'm in my room, and I saw it live. I caught it live. And I'm sitting there, and I got, like, a head rush and goosebumps. And yeah. another thing is, when I asked you to come on the show, none of this had really come to light. I had just DM'd you, like, 10 or 12 right. days ago, like, hey, do you think you'd come on? Think, you know, I knew there was some controversy, but – and then boom, 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 and I'm like, oh, my God, now I'm going to have him on in the midst of fireworks. And then I was like, will he still, be, will he still come on? You know, is he going to be too busy flying around the world? And, like, you're a man of your word, man. You never uh, – for me personally anytime you've ever said anything you've done it and you've always held me down um, you've always been super supportive of me and you're an inspiration to me I wanted to let you know that uh, I I wanted to I wanted to make a point today to say I don't listen to everything you say I just want you know what I mean but I watch yeah. everything you do and I watched you grind like a warrior I watched you grind like braveheart I know how I do a live stream every day this is my 677th live stream straight oh. or something crazy I don't take days off for
1: but Amen. Yeah.
0: you did this. I saw you, you know, eventually I, I hope to get my two weeks in Alaska. But <laughs> you, know, you grind, man. And you made me realize if I wanted it, if I wanted to, to boot that nine to five, then I was going to have to do the 20 hours a day. Ever. Like it was it wasn't going to be a joke. Like and my wife got on board, my family got on board. You inspired me to take my life to another level. You inspire other people to take their, knife to, their life to another level. And that to me is like the biggest thing. Like there's all this controversy going out, this and that but you're inspiring others to kick that 9 to 5, to fire their boss, and to take their, their life um, by storm.
1: Yeah, and I think I, I think that's that, that's important, like, because I, I do think a lot of people, you know, they do look at me, and thank you for saying that, of course, and, and they do look at me as an inspiration and motivation, but, you know, I, I'm not becoming a motivational influencer, you know? Like, it, crypto is the main thing for me, and it's always going to be the main thing. I think it's that the people see that authenticity that, like, how much I care, and I've been so misportrayed over the last year or two. Up until the last few months, people have really seen who I am. And and crypto is the main thing. Like, I'm inspiring people to find f- financial freedom through crypto assets or through a life in crypto assets. This is not me telling you, like, hey, go fire your boss and start your own business. Like, if that's what it looks like for you, then that's what it looks like for you. But my whole thing is we're trying to clean up the world. Like, decentralization, trying to get these people like Sam Bankman Fried a- a- out of crypto. Like, This is the main focus, and and I think when people really see, when you find something you're passionate about, you stay passionate about that thing. It doesn't just go away. And for me, I'm just, I'm way more passionate about crypto today than when I started. But when I started, I started because I was so passionate about crypto, you know? And so I I think people really see that. I I think the, you know, I I like that you said, like, it's, I kind of have a tree. Like, I think about it in football terms. You know, I think about the Bill Belichick tree. Well, the Bill Belichick tree kind of sucks, actually, if you look at it. He, he doesn't have a lot of big, successful coaches under him. Josh McDaniel not doing too well. But but if you look at, let's say, the Bill Parcells tree, uh, which Belichick is part of, you know, or you look at the uh, the 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 Andy Reid tree. It's got so many great coaches under it. And, and there's so many great people. And this is my biggest honor. Like, my biggest flex is how many people we brought into crypto. Nobody's educated more people in crypto than us, than this channel. The, the number, nobody touches it in the, in the numbers. And, and, and because of that, that means that, yes, we're bringing in people that come in, they get wrecked in the beginning, and they leave. We're also bringing in people like you or people like, I, I talked to a woman that works at IOG with, with, with uh, Charles Hoskinson, and we got her into crypto. Talk to a regulator that, like, well, not a regulator, but someone that reviews regulation, uh, you know, in, in the space, and I found out I got him into crypto. And it's like you see all the people that came into crypto through me and through 2019 and 2020 2021, and this is the power of the Bit Squad. It's not just that they come. These people come in, and, and, and my, my passion for crypto, it really connects with people. They get passionate about it. And look at the ripples, no pun intended, that we've been able to cause, uh, you know, uh, through that. And, and that's the thing I'm the most proud of is how much effect the Bit Squad literally has in crypto every single day. And, and there can be haters on Twitter that come out and say this, or I talked about this coin that didn't do well or whatever. They can say all that. But you can't change the fact that we have people positions almost like nodes on a decentralized network completely and entirely through the space. And, uh, you know, that's something I'm really proud of.
0: That's amazing. I remember— I first started watching you. You had a backwards hat on. I remember a red hat and a red shirt. It reminded uh-huh. me of, like, Do You know why I did that? It, it gave me a, like, I guess I still remember it, right? Like,
1: no. Well, no, 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 no. There was a very, there's a very funny story behind this, actually. So, when I first started my channel, uh, people can go find, if you look up, if you look up, like, uh, BitBoy, I was hacked. And you can find one of my very early videos where I actually got hacked. I got fished for like 2300 bucks at a time for ZRX. And um, <laughs> I, I'm in a green box. You can see the box in the live stream. I literally built a plywood box, OSB board box. I was, OSB, not plywood because I was really poor. In my house to be able to like try to solve some of my camera and lighting issues and my, my sound issues. Well, I could never solve it. My gray hair blends in with a green screen when you don't have great lighting. Obviously, now i got great lighting. I, I didn't even know what great lighting consisted of. So what happened is my gray hair would blend in with the, the green screen, so I found if I wore a bright-colored backwards hat, it would not blend in with the green screen at all. So fast forward to December of 2019. I was, I think it was Money 2020. I don't even remember the exact conference I was at, but Catherine Coley used to be the CEO of Binance US, and it was the first time I met her. Me and uh, Catherine, and uh, 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 one of the people that works at Binance, and uh, uh, someone that does PR, uh, Kelly. We love Kelly, actually. So she does PR with, um, I can't remember the name of the company right now. Um, but the, the point is, is that we were all at lunch, and I had the hat on. And we sat down and threw the, to the table. So I took my hat off, and all three of these ladies literally looked over at me like this. And Catherine said, You know, everybody thinks you're bald, right? <laughs> And I said, no, I have beautiful hair. She said, you should never put that hat on again. I never did. That was, that that was, so, so, th- there's a very distinct moment in the channel's history where I stopped wearing the hat and, uh, you know, started showing off the luscious locks here. Yes, I, I,
0: I'm like a weirdo. I watch everyone, and I watch kind of what they do, and then I saw you like, the leather jacket, now he's in behind the, now he's behind yeah. the, the brick wall, now he's making a video a night, now he's making two videos a day, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, if I need to compete with the best, and then, like, I was like, I need to make content, you I think, I, indirectly, you don't realize who really influences you, right? Because you think back, but, man, I, you, you had a huge influence on me, man. Yeah. I, I awesome. knew that if I followed your example of being consistent and disciplined, mm-hmm. then, you know, everything would be good mm-hmm. for me and my family, too, as well,
1: you know? Uh, well, the, re- the, the it, it, very importantly, like, this is a very important lesson for people that want to do YouTube. I, I ask people this a lot. <clears throat> I ask, hey, you know, especially if I'm speaking, like to, uh, you know, I, I go and talk to my mom's youth group sometimes. She does it at her church. Right? I might go to college. I, I was talking with uh, Texas A&M blockchain group the other day, and, and you know, I always like to ask the question, how long, or how long does it take for the average YouTube uh, YouTuber to get to 100,000 subscribers? And you hear all these answers, you know? You hear people that are totally detached from reality. And you know, somebody said like, three months, you know? And then somebody else will be like, 17 years, you know? And then you get all the middle, like, five years, seven years, 10 years, whatever. It's not years. It's not months. It's not days. The only connection between how long it takes someone to get to 100,000 subscribers, the only thing that, that, that you can find in that Venn diagram is the number of videos they make. Mm. 1,500 videos is the average number that it takes somebody to get hundred thousand, and I think it's 2,500 to 3,000 videos to get to a million. And so that shows you kind of that exponential track once you pick up traction, how it goes. And that's where the consistency comes from. And and I didn't know that when I first started. Like, I actually didn't know that until I was I was almost at 100,000 subscribers, and then TJ found all these stats. But it was like, I started out, I did almost two videos every single day from the day that I started making news videos in March of uh, 2018. Uh, by the end of that year, I was definitely doing two every single day. And I didn't realize it was helping me because two, two things happen. Number one, like I certainly was not a crypto expert when I started. Like I knew almost nothing. I thought I knew a lot, you know, but I, I knew nothing. You become a master of your subject when every single day you're in this subject, learning and making videos and reading news stories, interviewing, you know, big people in the space. So, number one, you're becoming an expert at your crap, at, at, at your, your, Uh, you know, whatever your niche is, you're becoming an expert in the information. Number two, especially if you're doing your own editing and your own graphic design, like, you become an expert at making YouTube videos. So when I first started, people look at my videos like they're horrible. Like, they're not the worst YouTube videos you've ever seen. You you might have seen worse from like, a you know, a a seven-year-old or something. But for me, (laughs) Looking back, like, I cringe at, like, the the quality, but I know I was trying and I know I was learning. So I do cringe, but I also don't cringe because I knew where I was at the time. But if you look at where we're at now, we've become an expert in making the videos, and now I've got a whole team because I know how to scale because I understand how to do all those things. So so it's very important for people to understand that consistency is the hard work. And, you know, people know that work smarter, work harder. That's true. But sometimes you don't know how to work smarter until you've worked harder.
0: Yeah. I was in TV for years and very similar I started get in the shipping room and ship the film to like the commercial right so I was in the shipping room like I thought I wanted to touch the tech you know but then I worked with the engineer and one day he had to go away for the weekend and I'm wiring one of their big HD drives and then and then I got to the next level and the next level and then I started editing and and it's cool cuz I see your progression of your company it's very it's it we're in TV and film production technically you know and so right. me I felt like I gave up my old pro, you know profession to jump into this and it's like you're using the old skills. And that's another thing I wanted to ask you. Like, what skills are you using that you— maybe you had a job at a paint store. I don't know what you've done, right? What skill do you remember that you using when you were, like, 18, 22? There's got to be something you remember, because I still use something, or, or, or just your progression. Like, what, what made you want to jump in front of the camera? Like, did you press record for— Me, I started editing young. Like, I've just been in, enthralled in video. But, like, what got you into video? What got you into the medium of video?
1: You know? Well, I worked at Blockbuster when I was 17. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Blockchain, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, not, not 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 a lot of crossover between my uh, my my blockbuster job and and what I do now, except for my boss at Blockbuster loved Kevin Smith and he showed me about these Kevin Smith movies, and then I ended up doing Clerks Three, which is kind of cool. But, mm. um, you know, look, I, I can look back. I, I mean, basically, I'd had like by by the time I was twenty four and went to rehab. That's why I went to rehab at twenty four. I was a drug addict from seventeen to twenty four. So a lot of people don't know about that 30- either. You
0: don't have to go deep into that, but, yeah. I mean. He picked himself from his bootstraps, man, from the bottom. I also, uh, when you said that on your channel, one day I click on your channel, and you're yep. like, "I'm running into, to, I'm run, running my head into into driving cars in the
1: street." I was like, "Yeah, trying to kill myself running cars." I fought like six cops, broke a, cop's a week arm. later.
0: I came out and talked about one of my, you know, yeah. a horrible situation I had, and you gave me the courage to speak on something I thought that I would never have the cojones yeah. or the guts to speak out on my channel. And I was like, if he could do it, and you know what it did is it made other people realize, hey. I'm in my lowest point, but it doesn't yeah. mean I can't get to where BitBoy, Absolutely. where the lifer, and where all these other people are. So that's like, when you went out of, that's huge. Most people will keep that in a dark closet. They will never reveal those things.
1: Well, well you know what? Somebody came, they found one of my mugshots, and and they put it on Twitter. It's like, <laughs> thank you for finding that. I, I literally, I swear to you, I, I really so... have been looking. I thought all my mugshots were purged from the internet. Not because I did it, just because so much time has been by. It's been 15 years, you know, since, since I've been sober. So it's like, you know, I was very happy that I guy found that that yeah. one. I'm, I'm really looking for the one after my overdose. I wish somebody could find that one. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, there, there's no skeletons in the closet. Like, that's the whole thing, right? Like, oh, God, what if people didn't know? Well, now somebody pulls out a mugshot, and they're like, oh, look at this. Well, the guy, guy from CNBC uh, interviewed me one time, and, and this didn't actually make it to air, but he said, let me ask you about your personal finance. I was like, sure, you know? And he said, you filed for bankruptcy. And I said, Yeah when I was 21 and a meth head. <laughs> like, like, yeah, obviously. I I just explained to you a little bit ago that I had a really rough past. Like, that's not a shocker, you know, for somebody who is uh, on drugs and they got to file bankruptcy at a young age. Like, doesn't have anything to do with what I'm doing, doing today. They tried to okey-doke me a little bit on it, you know? And it's like, when you're so out and you're so open and you're so transparent, like, people can't hit you with that okie doke And that's not certainly why I do it. I do it because I'm just an over-sharing, over-honest, over-transparent person. Like, too honest, sometimes too blunt, um, you know, but but the fact is, like, that's really protected me and helped me a lot because there's nothing people can really dig up and be like, look, he did this! Like, yeah, I told yeah, everybody. I they, they already know. I don't know? did so,
0: it.
1: <laughs> so the point is, back to the original question here, though, of what I, I've used for my past, but, but by the time I was 24 years old, I had, had 30 jobs, mm. right? So I had done everything. I had done roofing. I worked at blockbusters. I worked for one day at a call center for a dating service. Uh, until the girl that I thought was cute quit that same morning, and I walked out, and we went and had lunch together. Uh, you know, like, the, that was it, you know? So uh, I, I I was assistant manager at Journey Shoes. Like, I love my job at Journey Shoes. I would hate working at the mall today, but I love that job. I worked at North Point Mall here and in, in, in Town Center Mall here in, in uh, the local Atlanta area, and I uh, had a great time with that when I was, like, 18, 19, you know? Girls coming in, trying on some shoes. You know, I, I was down with that when I, when I was 18. But today, like, if I really look back and say, well, what was the experience that really, really helped me? Well, you know, I I worked in rehabs for 10 years. Mm. Uh, The last job I had before I was actually, because I went to rehab and I wanted to give back and help other people, you know? And and so, you know, with my last job, I was executive director of a rehab facility for teenage boys with drug addictions. Um, And, you know, other destructive behaviors, but mostly drug addictions or drug addiction was was almost always centered around, except for a few. Um, So, the whole point is the skill that I had was helping people. Like, that's the overall skill. It's being able to relate with people and being able to help them through something difficult. So when I left that job uh, to pursue crypto full-time, and I actually, I, I recently uh, uh, ran into the chairman of the board of the nonprofit I was at recently at the Braves game, and he was like, you tried to tell me about Bitcoin. <laughs> I was like, I tried to, you know? So— uh, I love that job, and we sold my house or our house as a family in November of uh, 2018. We sold that house. We made about $100,000 on it, and we lived off of that and side hustles as a family of five for like two years um, and, and, until the channel really finally, finally popped off. And I remember there was a moment where I, it was very dark for me where uh, the channel wasn't going well, and I was, I, I was very just, you know, not happy with where things were. Financially, I was really struggling because we were, you know, we were running through that money pretty quick because we had some debt we had to pay off. And, you know, that money doesn't last long like you think that it will. And so I'm having to face, like, facts of like, oh, my gosh, like, how are we going to keep paying for this? I I ended up, like, selling sports memorabilia for a while on the side while I was doing the channel, and that really helped me out. Uh, That gave me just enough to be able to survive until we got to where we were at. But I remember just sitting down in my car one day and, like, you know, just feeling so empty because I was helping, like, I was helping people when I was at the rehab. I was literally having an impact on people from a day on a day to day basis. And it's like, I wasn't helping anybody anymore. Nobody was watching my channel. It's not like I was really helping people. Now, looking back, the people that were watching the channel during that time, we helped tremendously. People that were watching in 2019, uh, you know, if you're watching in 2019 and you're still watching a day and you didn't take any breaks, you got rich. There, there, there's really no question about it, or either you leverage traded away, maybe that might happen too. Um, so, you know, the, the, the whole idea is that now, you know, I just felt in my spirit it was kind of like, yeah, but one day. One day, you're going to see the connection here. And now, like, we gave away, like, I think nine cars this year, some, somewhere around there to, to so single cool. families or so single-parent cool. families. Amazing. Um, I don't know what the exact number is. Seven to nine. We were supposed to do it every month, but it turned out to be a little bit harder than we thought because it's actually hard to get the vehicles and find the people and go through the, the, the people that want to, you know, to nominate somebody else. It's a process. But the point is, we, we've done so much. Like, and then you look at the amount of people that came up to me uh, during the bull run and said, like, man, we changed our life. They bought their first house. Had somebody that said they, they, they moved to their own place for their first time in their entire life. Somebody, the first person to pay for her college to go for college in her family. Somebody bought a house for their mom. So people became millionaires and retired. And it's like, man, we had such a bigger impact, not even just on a philanthropic level, which we also had a huge impact on, but just on, like, a, a, a community level in the Bit Squad, like, uh, the Dent family. This is a family who they bought. It was a sponsored video that we did. They bought that coin. They put $300 in that coin. It got crushed. It finally came up in the bull run. That $300 turned into $10,000. They took that $10,000, bought a business, and now they're running a multi-million dollar business off of that $300. And it's like, those are the stories that are just so amazing that we've been able to touch people's lives on. And so, yeah, like, when, when you keep the main thing the main thing, when you keep helping people with the focus and, well, we certainly haven't been perfect on this channel. We, we we certainly supported coins that did well or that did terrible. We supported coins that lied to us and ended up rug pulling and, you know, we, we've had some bad, nobody's been perfect in the space. I think people now generally see that. I mean, your POMPs, you know, with BlockFi. And I don't blame them. I don't blame POMP for that, you know? Like, Nobody's been 100% perfect. We've all liked a coin that did awful or tanked or, uh, you know, went up and then went to zero, whatever it is. But the fact is, we've always tried to help people, and and, and that's what we'll continue to try to do on this channel. We're, we're now at a level where we're, we're able to kind of help people in a different way, you know, by protecting through regulation and and, and trying to make sure, like, kind of safe keeping the space in a sense is, is kind of how we, we look at it, kicking out the bad actors. Um, so, you know, th- that's kind of, that's the skill. Helping people, relating to yep. people. And that's why people love my channel. People love my channel because I'm relatable. Like people don't get the people that aren't relatable don't understand how not relatable they are. And that's what's so funny. Like, you know, we've seen some 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 interactions I've had with some people in crypto over the last few months. And people are like, those guys, they just don't get it. Like they don't understand that you're of the people because you're a normal guy. They don't understand how abnormal that their situation is, either growing up with money or selling a company and getting millions of dollars, and then being able to put it in crypto. That's not the average person experience. average person experience is your and my experience. is you come in with a hope and a dream, and you're able to turn it into reality, not you come in with it already rigged for you to win.
0: Uh, this has been amazing. Uh, you've inspired me every time we I can do a out. few more minutes. You, you, I, yeah. I go to 11
1: or uh, forty five yeah. if you want.
0: Yeah, no, I just uh I wanted to wrap it up into, um, you know, sad to say, I'm watching Twitter this morning. I'm seeing some of your tweets. I'm seeing Kevin O'Leary. And yeah. I have to address this. with it. I just have to. Uh, he's sitting there, and he's like, you know, I would give SBF money. Again, he's a great trader. He's a great mind. Like, he wasn't a great trader. He wasn't a great mind. I think you're so enthralled in your idea that you— Like, I think he was such a— Some people were charismatic, and when you hang out with them, they make you laugh. They make you smile. They seem so
1: great, and you just— We call them sociopaths.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> And you're like, you know what? Perfect person. He's going to give billions of dollars, you know, and, and it's like he almost can't, he doesn't want to come to the terms that he was duped in a way. Like, mm-hmm. I think he should just come out and be like, kid was great, but he really, really blew, blew the smoke right, you know, and yeah. uh, he's still like doubling down. I mean, is, is yeah, this,
1: he tripled down? Yeah, this oh, is Did, did co- you see the video? Did you actually watch the video? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, I find he's this at- insane.
0: I find that we have to address this, you know, like, yeah.
1: Well, have you seen the, vi- the video of him saying 9 out of 10 people that one Because there, there's a Crypto Banner video where he says he'd give him money again, but there's another video that came out in the last 24 hours. You have seen that one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So in that one, he says 9 out of t- as you know, he says 9 out of 10 people that I know that know Sam say he's a great guy and a great person. They'll tell you how great he is. Anyone in the United States who knows anything about college football, this is a comparison. Joe Paterno, Defending Jerry Sandusky. Oh
0: yeah, I, I, I that's saw what you. I saw you wrote that, and I was like, "Yeah,
1: yeah." Great, and great look, I, I have great been guy, comparing right? Sam yeah. to a child molester for 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 <laughs> days now, and, and there is a there's a very specific reason for that. I'm not accusing him of that. Obviously, he has, that that's not his niche. What is his niche? Is financial predatory actions. He is a absolute predator and a sociopath. Those are the exact two qualities that almost See, every child molester is going to have. What, what gets because me- it's the same. it's the same modus operandi. Uh, operandi. It is predatory it is preying on people that don't know better and will not call you on it. So you're going to pursue them, mm. and you're going to destroy them from the inside out, and they're never going to say anything against you. It's the exact same thing. See,
0: you know, I heard you the other day, like, Armstrongs are built different. You seem to care about your family name. I do, too. My yeah. last name is Price. My dad told me you're Sam. This is the, you know, your name is Sam Price. Don't sell it for anything. It's the most important thing you have. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, like, Barbara and Joe, like, did they raise this kid with a moral compass at all? Like, how was he able to do these things? Like, like I would I would have to look at my mother in the face, and my mother would tell me, like, I did not raise like, – and it's almost like yeah. they enabled them. Like it's almost kind of you know when a drug addict and the parents keep bringing them back and keep giving them money and they're like, or was he born into a process where the rich just do this to people and he's seen it for so long that it's just like oh yeah, you get away with this stuff when you you, you can pumble the you can pumble little people you can just yeah. take what you want you can rape and pillage you could do whatever you want and you know what you can just kind of write it off and say sorry and or go to rehab or you know just you know find some way to you know, push it to the side and say, all right, it's taken care of now. I can go back to the, my regular life, even though I've destroyed. Like they keep talking about digits and numbers. They keep forgetting, like there's a, 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 a guy with a paint business that put his, you know, his, his little bit of investment aside. And like, now he can't grow. There's, there's like small, small people, like you said, that had their last 300 bucks, or they're devastated. There's people with life savings. I know a guy who lost a million dollars. I was with them all yeah. last week, weekend. And he was like, he's worth it. He was like, uh, you know, I lost a million, I could take it. But,
1: I mean, come I mean, on, people can't though, right? Yeah, like, like we lost three million on Celsius, like. But I feel more sorry for the people that lost their life savings. Yeah. You know, because we'll bounce back. I'm fine. I built a platform. Like, that's not all the money we have. It's a good chunk. Because that three million was 15 million at the peak. You know, people understand. But, you you know, the the whole thing is this: is I think, and you'll probably get this reference, like. I, I graduated from a uh, small uh, Christian college in uh, Northeast Georgia. Uh, it's where my wife went. It's actually where I met her. She was my admissions counselor. She says she's still recruiting me, you know, 13 years later. Uh, but the whole thing <laughs> is there's a lot of people that go to that Bible college because their parents went there. And their parents are ministers or their pastors or whatever, and, and, and that's why they go there. Well— You know, a lot of those, by the time, and my sister's going there right now. My sister's like a senior right now there, which has been kind of cool for her to go to the same college I went to. But the whole thing is, over a four-year time in college, you find there's a lot of those people that are literally just doing lip service because they think that's what they're supposed to be doing, and they have an existential crisis of faith. And they realize, like, oh, I actually don't believe any of this. And that happens sometimes. People are like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing this because I thought pastor was the career I was supposed to have because that's what my family told me I'm supposed to do. And, and I know this from working with kids as well uh, in the rehab where there were parents that were great parents. They were involved in the church. It was a Christian nonprofit, so, so you know, we it was a, a Christian program. So a lot of the parents were involved in church and, you know, a, a, of a, a Christian background, things like that. Well, their parents are out doing good stuff. Like, their parents are out volunteering at, at uh, you know, a youth camp or— uh, you know, being the, the usher at the door or volunteering for this ministry where every night they've got to go out and talk to people and, and stuff like that. But something weird happens sometimes is where the parents get so focused on doing the right stuff that they forget the kid's there. And they're so focused on doing the Christian thing that they're not actually raising their kids, and the kids see that. And the kids start to resent that and start to, to hold that against them. And that's actually what leads to a lot of those times where, where those kids grow up and they, and they reject uh, reject the faith. But for some people, they grew up in that environment and they thrive in it. And they're like, yes, I will become the pastor because my parent was a pastor and told me to be a pastor. That's Sam Bankman-Fried. His parents grew up in this super political uh, Democratic Party supporting. Uh, they created PACs. They, they were involved in lobbying. You know, like Sam Bankman-Fried's dad helped Elizabeth Warren with legislation. Sam grew up in this environment where philanthropy was a talking point. It was a talking point due to the political background that both of his parents have. And so because of that, everything he's saying is just lip service. It's what he thinks he's supposed to be saying because that's what he grew up seeing. Didn't that's we just see some cryptic tweets?
0: Like Didn't we just see some cryptic tweets too? Or there was I have it pulled up here. Uh, there there's a DM here, right? And in the DMs he's saying you know, yeah, I had to be. It's what reputations yes. are made of to some extent. I feel bad for those who get f by it, but this is the dumb game we woke Westerners play when we say all the right shibbees. I thought that was funny because the name shibboleth was in that word. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: sh- sh- shibboleth, wasn't it? Yeah, shibboleth. shibboleth. Yeah,
0: shibboleth. It was like, it's a Jewish word for, you know... Someone explained it to me before. Yeah,
1: uh, it, it means like a, like a ritual mm-hmm. or, or something like that. Yeah, is that funny? Like, Shib like and we're ETH, doing though? what we think we're supposed to be doing. Shib and ETH
0: is in there. I just thought that was like uh, oh, kind of Shib a, and ETH. Yeah, oh, I just thought I mean, that that blew, that blew my mind that, when I funny. looked at it. Yeah, yeah. like it. Uh, that is good. You I know you really really got are pl- degenerate. you got yeah yeah you got places to go. Um, yeah, I, do. I really really appreciate your time, man. Absolutely. I appreciate everything you've done for me and my community, uh, helping me thrive and get out there. To me, someone can say all they want. It's their actions that mean the most to me. You have done so many actions to help my life. I will continue to do so many actions to help your life. Everyone subscribe to his channel. I know it's way bigger than mine, but if you haven't, check it out. They do great news. We do around the blockchain every single uh, day at 5 p.m. We're gonna That's going to move to its own channel, too. Mm-hmm. I want everyone to know that. So it's going to grow and, and begin to grow. So support that movement. Support what we do. Support Ben. I'm sure he's not done. There's more shows, more things coming out. He is going to continue to push forward for the crypto space. And honestly, whatever has gone on in the past few years, if he is not your white knight at this point, if you can't just take a deep breath and realize he put himself on the line in many, many ways, you know? uh, I don't even want to get into how dark it could go, but, (laughs) I mean, I I was having some sleepless nights the last few weeks. Like, man, Ben is really going hard, you know? And um, I felt like I wanted to stand with you. I wanted to support you. I wanted to show you, by my actions, instead of just running my mouth how much I truly cared about you your family and what you've done for the space so yeah. thank you for well, being I... here thank you for supporting me thank you for supporting your own you know your cause and the bit squad and the lifers and just gratitude for you and um you know I uh, maybe push forward in prayers that keep you safe and healthy and maybe continue to grow in 2023 man
1: yeah, I think I, I think I'm gonna be fine. I don't think Sam's gonna kill me. I don't think you know. A lot <laughs> he of people say it, it like to be targeted it. by a billionaire. He I always tell him. I guess it. we'll never know because he's not a billionaire anymore. Yeah, the billionaire but, anymore. Hey. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So the thing is, uh, th- thank you for having me on. Obviously, appreciate that. I am gonna show my book real quick because this is this is no, no. The I next I thing tell with, about the
0: book tour. He's going around. He's got a new yeah, book going coming out. Yeah, on a book tour. So Glass Catching out up the
1: crypto. It's the name of the book. You guys go to bitboycrypto.com. You click book at the top. It'll take you to the page. We're really trying to push those Amazon and Barnes & Noble uh, pre-orders. That helps us out for bestseller list, which helps get the word of crypto out to people. This is a book that people need. It fills the gap in between the first moment you ever heard about crypto and then all the education you had to get to to feel like, okay, like, I know enough to operate now. It, it would take 60 videos to do what we've, we've done in this book. It's by Wiley Publishing, the same publishing group, uh, same publisher that published Bitcoin Standard. They reached out to us about this book. Um, so, you know, they definitely saw a lot of potential for, for what we know to be able to, to educate in the space. Uh, we're looking to have the number 1 crypto book. Bitcoin standards, number one Bitcoin book. There's not really a book that does what we do in the world of crypto. So people can go and check that out. We are going on a tour. Basically, if you live in America, we're coming to a city near you. I think we're doing 14 American cities. Um, you know, so with, at least within a few hours, uh, you know, or maybe a short plane ride, we'll come uh, to wherever you're at. Uh, and you got to have the pre-order to show up to the to the meetups that we're doing on those book signings. So thank you, Liver, for having me on. People can go check out the book. Um, you know, our teams work very hard on it. so why I'm really trying to push it. And, uh, you know, if people want to go subscribe to the channel, that that's great. If not, you know, that's okay, too. We know we're not everybody's cup of tea. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep go- fighting the good fight uh, on behalf of the people. God
0: bless you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. And right, uh, I'll see you. Thank you so much. Bye, Ben.